for being here with us at Rose Quartz Mediumship Podcast, where we adore anything and everything metaphysically and healing-based. Today, I want to talk about an experience that I had with my children in the White Mountains. Summer goes by way too quickly here in New England, and so I've tried to really make a purpose of carving out time to take my children on adventures every week. And one week we went up to the White Mountains in northern New Hampshire and we went swimming in some of the different creeks and swimming holes and um, nooks and crannies of the mountains and just really had a fabulous time. A really, really beautiful time with my children. They adore adventuring. They don't complain about it. They don't say that they're bored. They have great attitudes. They love it the whole time. They did not care that the water was about 50 degrees and absolutely freezing. There was not a single complaint. And when we got there, there were a couple people at this particular swimming hole. And we'd probably been there about 10 minutes. And this little girl showed up who was about the same age as my middle son. And she was there with her mom and another friend, um, her, her mom's friend. And she was riding an inner tube down this little kind of rapid or waterfall area. And she was just really beautiful to watch in her process. The water was really cold, like I said. And as she would come down over the rocks and the waterfall part of it, she would toss her head back and you would watch her body contract as she was launched into the cold water. But the way that she tossed her head back was just really captivating for me. Watching somebody really genuinely enjoy such a simple human pleasure and experience and the light was shining through the trees in such a way that it happened to be that the light was shining right where you'd come down the waterfall so she would toss her head back and little rays of sunlight would be just absolutely lighting up her face and her hair and here was this little girl just loving life and she brought two tubes she offered for my boys to have a turn with the tube she taught them uh, the technique that she had learned and loved and we just really genuinely enjoyed engaging with this young lady she was very articulate very intelligent really really sweet energy out of this young lady 
And so we both ended up being there for quite a few hours and, and the kids played together and then separately and then together and separately. And it was really kind of fun to watch them engage in that way. And at one point in the day, my boys and I were jumping off of this rock into the deep part of this particular um, creek or, or kind of swimming hole. And one of my children had on goggles. I guess maybe a couple of my kids had on goggles when we were jumping in. But one of my children started yelling, Mom! Mom! In like all of his glory. There are fish down here. And of course I knew that there were fish, right? I mean, it's a river. And so of course there's going to be some small fish. And this was the deepest part. So of course that makes sense. And I was like, sure, yeah, that's exciting, baby. And he was just absolutely ecstatic, ecstatic. You know, looking through his little goggles, swimming down to get close to them. And he said, I wish we had a net so I could catch some. And I said, well, we do. Um, this is the thing about being a boy mom in in a family that loves adventuring is that you frequently have all sorts of things in your car, right? <laughs> um, and this has happened for me since I was, you know, a new mom and got, you know, when, when the boys were old enough to start adventuring, which I started adventuring with them when they were days old, but there would always be random things in my car, like a fishing net, because everybody needs a fishing net in their car, because you never know when you might need to try and find tadpoles or fish. It's just a thing. So I walked back to the car, or actually it was my partner, walked back to the car and got the fishing net and brought it back. And not that I was, well, it wasn't that I didn't believe that my son could catch a fish, but I didn't believe that my son could catch a fish with a net while swimming in the river with it. Um, but man, did he prove me wrong. Um, he spent really not that long swimming down with his net and then he'd come back up and then he'd do it again. And then he comes up one time squealing, absolutely squealing with the net shaking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, and he's screaming, I got one, I got one, which absolutely blew my mind. I was just so excited for him. He was so proud. He was so excited. It was such a fun moment. And everybody who was in the area, you know, our family and the, and the um, young lady's family were so excited for him. And so he swims to the edge with his fish and um, obviously keeping the fish in the water, right? And we look at it and then we release it. And that, of course made everybody in the area want to try to catch a fish with the net and they would take turns swimming down catching a fish 
um, or attempting to catch a fish and then uh, look at it inside the net, right? And then flip the net over and let, let the fish swim out. And a couple of my children tried to hold the fish so they could get a photo. And I would say more than 75% of the time, they never got to hold the fish. It just jumped out of their hands and back into the water. Um, we did get a couple photos of, of the kids holding a fish um, when they were releasing the fish back into the water. But it was just a really, really fun day. And the young lady, um, young girl, swam over and, and gently said, could I have a turn with the net? And my boys said, of course, and shared it with her, and she had a turn. And then when she was done, she gave the net to my youngest son. And she was still, you know, right over there watching the fishing and, and being involved. And at that point, the parents were on the edge. We weren't in the water at that point. And we were just chatting and watching the kids and um, enjoying this absolutely beautiful scene of water and earth and sun and play out of our children. And my youngest son is very, very determined and he comes up just absolute joy all over his face, his body, and he is screaming, I got one, I got one. Um, and he, he looks over at the adults on the edge for a moment and then looks back into his net and he screams, it's a big one. And the young girl who was standing right next to him shakes her head no and takes her two hands and her, her pointer finger on each hand and it shows us the size that no, it was in fact a little fish. And my son continues to scream, it's a big one, it's a big one. And the adults, of course, are hysterically laughing. Like we are just dying. We're laughing so hard. And, you know, the kid said, why are you laughing? And in true adult fashion, we lied to them, right? We said, it's just so fun to watch you guys catch fish. But internally, we are dying about the scenario where my son is screaming how big the fish is and the young girl is showing us no in fact it is not a big fish <laughs> and once we got over the kind of humor of it I was sitting there reflecting in the sun and my son never he never flinched he never changed his story he was absolutely ecstatic that he caught this big fish. And 
You know, ironically, throughout the afternoon, he caught multiple other fish that were significantly larger, but his story never changed. You know, he really held that story that this fish that he'd caught was really big. And I was sitting in the sun with my feet in this icy water and you know the the cold water was still dripping off of my hair because I'd been jumping in and I was just taking a moment to reflect about that moment and how beautiful it was as we move through the human experience we're going to have experiences that are so big that are just so big and somebody else's measure of big doesn't matter it doesn't matter at the end of the day my son maintained his story and his joy around his story that he'd caught a big fish and he had right who is anyone else to tell you the size of your fish and that's the interesting thing about the human experience is that we will take a small number of facts and we'll create a story around those facts and that's what gives the meaning to our human experience and the story that my son told around the fact that he'd caught a fish while swimming was that it was a big fish and he could have told a million different stories right he could have said it was a medium-sized fish it was a tiny fish it was nothing compared to the fish that my brother caught it was enormous but for him that was a big fish and what it is for anybody else is irrelevant it's irrelevant at the end of our human experience when we are looking back on our life and reflecting as we transition back to source energy I hope that I don't let somebody else's opinion of the size of my fish impact me I hope that I don't change my story from I caught a big fish to, well, I guess it was small because other people told me that it was small. And there was nothing wrong with this little girl saying that, right? It was, it was just so sweet and so cute and, and so funny, honestly. Um, and I don't really need to explain why it was funny. I think the listeners can figure that out but it is so interesting to me how we all measure 
experiences differently. And there is no right or wrong answer. His truth can be that his fish was big, and her truth can be that his fish was small. And those two things can coexist. Those stories can both be true. And one is not more or less right than the other. But for me, I hope that when my heart and my soul tell me that I caught a big fish, if somebody else tells me that it's not big, I hope that I've done enough internal work to trust my own story and to not let somebody else's story about the size of my fish impact my story and my joy around the size of my fish. So that experience for me is such a neat one on so many various different levels. And for me, creating moments of silence throughout my day to reflect upon the messages that are behind some of the experiences that I have is a really important part for me of my day. And those moments of silence are priceless because they really offer me a lot. They offer me a lot of growth. They offer me a lot of opportunity to reflect and show up differently. To show up in a way that feels more aligned. And so if you're somebody who doesn't have moments of silence built into their day for reflection, I would recommend it, whether it's meditation, whether it's just moments of silence, whether it's a walk in the woods, whether it is cooking dinner and being present with your day. Um, There's no wrong way to reflect. But for me, those moments of reflection are really priceless. I hope that you enjoyed this tale this story about the size of a fish and I so appreciate you being here with us at Rose Hearts Media